Well, well, it's Jonesy, your loyal host of Weird AF News. I want to thank you for the emails and calls I got uh, about the bear article specifically. Uh, everyone wanted to know what was the deal with that bear going through the Dairy Queen drive-thru. So, uh, I did the I did the uh, unspeakable, guys. I actually called the zoo and spoke to a manager about it. <laughs> and so, <laughs> I recorded the call and I'm going to publish it here for you. I got some answers, but not all of them. She wasn't, um, she wasn't pleased, really, of, <laughs> of all the calls, I guess, she's getting about this bear situation. She wants to make it clear that, this, that they're actually an upstanding zoo. <laughs> and, so, and I was very behaved, by the way. I'm gonna, um, I put the call in here. It's a little long, so I'll put it at the end uh, in case you're not interested in that and you just want to hear some more weird news. But yeah, the, me and the zookeeper speaking at the end. Also, I got a call from a bear, which was cool, uh, who wants to get ice cream. And so I'll publish that as well. This is Jonesy with Weird AF News. You can email me, funnyjones at gmail.com, or you can call me, 646-450-2012, or follow me on the Instagram at funnyjones, Twitter at funnyjones. You can DM me on these places as well. I love to hear from you. All right. And I thought I've dated some crazy women. An Arizona woman is accused of sending 65,000 text messages after the first date with a man that she met online. One of them even threatens him that she wants to bathe in his blood. <laughs> so, oh boy. Just when you think you got it ba bad, fellas. Just remember, there's a woman out there who has uh, sent 500 texts a day and threatened to bathe in somebody's blood. <laughs> oh, man. Sometimes I am... Uh, I understand why I'm single. <laughs> in Phoenix, an Arizona woman accused of sending 65,000 text messages to a man she met online said she thought that she'd met her soulmate. Oh, yes, yes, because the soulmate uh, doesn't answer tens of thousands of texts. <laughs> That's, oh, you must be my soulmate. You, I've sent 8,000 in a row and you haven't responded. <laughs> well, you're just playing hard to get, aren't you? So the police arrested Jacqueline Aids, age 31, Tuesday on suspicion. Well, first of all, her last name is Aids. So you want to really not um, get involved in a relationship with someone named Aids. <laughs> That's just my opinion. <laughs> so they arrested her on suspicion of stalking and harassing a man that she met online. Court records say... Aides, 31, of Phoenix, visited the man's home and office, flooded his phone with threatening text messages. She began stalking the man last summer, shortly after meeting him through a dating website, according to the documents submitted to the court by the police. She told reporters in a jailhouse interview that she quickly fell in love with the man. <laughs> after one date? I mean, how do you fall in love with someone so fucking quickly? What's wrong? She's obviously uh, uh, demented. That's, you know, that's what's going on here. Uh, she's quoted as saying, I felt like I met my soulmate and I thought we would just do what everybody else did and we would get married and everything would be fine, fine, and I would bathe in his blood and have his babies and eat them. <laughs> I'm parked outside your work. <laughs> I'm parked outside your home. <laughs> Why won't you answer my texts? Uh, AIDS is suspected of sending the man 65,000 text messages. 500 in a single day on the regular. <laughs> when asked uh, why she didn't, if she recognized that sending thousands of text messages, text messages seemed threatening at all, she responded that love is not perfect. <laughs> you know, love is, love is not, hey, you know, so he hasn't answered 40,000 of them. That, you know, love is not perfect. Sometimes um, you really got to massage love, you know. Um, 
I'm gonna actually uh, drive over to his work and push the phone into his forehead so that he sees these. Um, I'm, I think he'll like that. <laughs> I'm waiting in the bushes for him now. Oh, man. The man called the police department on a separate occasion when he found her parked outside his home. Police said aides began sending threatening text messages after that incident, including multiple death threats. One text read, Oh, what would I do with your blood? I'd want to bathe in it. <laughs> Whoa. Another text message included an anti-Semitic epithet with AIDS describing herself as the new Hitler. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> the new Hitler? I don't know, honey. Hitler had a plan. <laughs> Court documents say the man called police last month when surveillance footage showed AIDS in his home while he was out of the country. Um... Police arrested her after finding her taking a bath in his home <laughs> while he was out. <laughs> they also found a large butcher knife on the passenger seat of her car. <laughs> oh boy, she claims uh, she uses it, uses it to cut her sandwich into fourths only. <laughs> My goodness, wow, geez, you know, uh, I thought I've thought I dated some crazy people. Um, I once dated a woman who. Um, after we had sex, she told me a story, and in the middle of that story, she said the phrase, back when I had a pimp, <laughs> and this was not a prostitute that I know of, I mean, she didn't charge me, but she happened to have a pimp at some point in time, and then I was like, oh, just had sex with someone who had a pimp at some point. That's a little, um, that's a little uh, crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, there's been some, there's been some crazy ones. <laughs> one time I, one time, one time I, one time I, uh, <laughs> one time I broke up with this girl I wasn't really we weren't even a couple but she kind of thought we were and we were just kind of like I just thought we were we were dating it wasn't that serious I thought it was more casual than she did and uh, she was um, she was one of these fiery uh, Latinas and so she 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 said to me afterward uh, she she came up to me in person and in front of all my friends and said jo Jonis she couldn't say Jonesy she pronounced it Jonis Jonis your number I burn it <laughs> she told, she said I burned your number in front of me in front of all my friends. My friends gave me so much shit in Boston after that. Like they'd always used to say, "Jonis, your number, I burn it." First of all, why did you, why do you have my why do you have the piece of paper with my number on it still? Like why wouldn't you throw that away once you put it into your cell phone? I don't understand why she held on to that. Like it's some kind of voodoo doll or something. She was waiting for the moment to burn it. But man, I've had some crazies. But not as crazy as this girl AIDS from from Arizona. <laughs> No one's ever told me they wanted to bathe in my blood, although I have to say that would be, I don't know, there's something charming about that. It's like kind of complimentary that you you find my blood that um, <clears throat> revitalizing, that <laughs> you want to bathe in it. Mmm, <laughs> guys. <laughs> the world's biggest orgy is going to be attempted in Las Vegas. Will you be there, guys? I want to know. I'll give you the information. I'll give you the address. You can grab your lube and a box of condoms, high-five your lover, and get out the door. <laughs> I'll give you a link to it. You want a link to it? You want to apply? I'll be there. I'll see you. Meet me in the corner. Sin City 8. This is going to be happening. The world's biggest orgy. They're attempting it. June 2nd in Las Vegas. The event's 8th edition, Sin City 8, is set to completely take over the Embassy Suites on Swenson Street, May 30th to June 3rd. This is a five-day festival devoted to carnal pleasure and topless camaraderie, and it will include workshops such as sensual bondage basics, 
laughter belongs in the dungeon. <laughs> That's funny. And intro to lifestyle slash consent 101. There's going to be sex toy demonstrations and <laughs> naughty parties. Yes, you want to be part of the naughty parties? The weekend kickoff party is called Foreplay, while the bunny-style poo party serves as a tribute to Hugh Hefner. Oh, and surely serving as the weekend climax, the attempt to break the record for the world's largest orgy on June 2nd. My goodness. That is the report, the reported record. Okay, they're trying to break the reported record because uh, someone reached out to Guinness, apparently, and Guinness says they cannot confirm that this is not a record title that we recognize or monitor. Therefore, this will not be a Guinness World Record uh, event. We cannot uh, condone this behavior. <laughs> Guinness doesn't want to get involved in that. <laughs> so, uh, so this is off the books, the record, apparently. The bar has been set at 500, is the alleged record, in uh, 2006, a Tokyo event in which 250 women and 250 men gathered to have an orgy. Well, the, uh, the company that's running the Sin City gathering, Menage Life, their website says, we will blow that number out of the water. We are, we are anticipating a thousand plus participants for this monumental event. After all, this is Sin City. <laughs> You're wondering, what does it cost for me to be part of this thousand person orgy? <laughs> uh, <laughs> players must purchase, purchase an appropriate Sin City 8 pass. For the orgy, couples are $200 and single women are $25. $25 for a single woman? That's a good deal, I feel like. No single men are allowed, by the way, you creeps. Don't even try to do it. You need to get yourself a real woman. I wonder if you can show up as a man with a sex doll or a sex robot and be like, this is my, uh, I'm a couple. I'm a couple with this. <laughs> and get in there like that. Uh, I mean, I'm sure out of a thousand people, a couple of them are going to want to, uh, you know, dry hump your sex doll. Uh, maybe have a conversation with your robot, <laughs> you know. <laughs> a mutual consent will be strictly enforced by onlooking security officers. Wow, imagine working that security <laughs> security job. <laughs> I mean, I've heard of some pretty pretty cool security jobs, like, you know, when they let you work NBA games and you get to be, like, on the floor of the NBA finals and, or, yeah, like, you get to work a Super Bowl event or something, but, like, imagine getting, <laughs> getting to be the security guy at the orgy. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Oh boy, I love it. Participants will also receive free condoms, lubricants, towels, hand sanitizers, and other sex compliments, with event organizers promising a clean space with clearly marked and separate receptacles for waste and linen disposal. Menage Life will also distribute masquerade party-style masks for those requiring discretion, setting the stage for a giant eyes-wide-shut-like fantastical event to take place End of May, beginning of June. If you guys are into it, just Google Menage Life. <laughs> go to their website and buy a ticket. Go with your significant other. I think that would be fun. In fact, go and call me from there while it's happening. And um, you know, I'll publish it on uh, Weird AF News. Or you know what? I'll meet you there. Uh, if, you, if another woman out there wants to go with me, we'll go as a couple. And then we'll just I'll record the audio live from the event. So just give me, give me a call, guys. And we'll set this up. 646-450-2012. And, uh, yeah, let's, let's set it up. <laughs> Any ladies out there want to go to Vegas with me for this uh, thousand-person orgy? Uh, <laughs> oh, boy. Isn't life weird? Breaking news. Man bites dog to, quote, establish dominance. 
Guess where this happened? Florida! Cause all the weirdos are in Florida. I don't know if it's the water or the air down there, but Florida is so unordinary. <laughs> oh, that was terrible. <laughs> I apologize. In an attempt to establish dominance, quote unquote, a Latina, Lantana, sorry, I thought I said Latina man. <laughs> no, there's no Latina man. Well, maybe there are in West Hollywood. A Lantana area man bit his two-year-old dog's ear, the Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office said. Patrick Sherrod Campbell, age 27, was arrested on charges of aggravated animal cruelty on Thursday. Palm Beach County Animal Control <clears throat> took control of the husky named Dimitri. Oh, that's a cool name for a dog, by the way. Officers went to Campbell's apartment, south of Lantana Road and east of Congress Avenue. Thanks for telling us where it's located. We appreciate that. Need that on an article. Uh, to investigate a complaint that someone was abusing a dog. There, Campbell's two roommates told the police that Campbell beat the hell out of it. Dimitri destroyed items in Campbell's apartment, including a pack of cigarettes, the sheriff's report said. Then Campbell came with a replacement pack of cigarettes, showed it to the dog, and the dog laid flat on the ground. While the dog was down, Campbell tried to grab the dog's neck to discipline him. When officers came early Thursday morning, Dimitri was barricaded in a dark bedroom closet. When the light came on, Dimitri was shaking and laying his ears flat, according to the report. The bedroom smelled like urine and feces, and blood was smeared on the floor in a, a chair armrest. <laughs> Dimitri's ear had blood on it and a cut. When officers asked Campbell about it, they said Campbell said he bit the dog to establish dominance. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. It's just <laughs> I'm trying to get you all the facts quickly. The facts, ma'am, just the facts. So the dog ate his cigarettes. He bit the dog. <laughs> That's basically what happened. He's been set at ten thousand dollar bail, and they've they've ordered him to have no contact with animals. <laughs> that includes no feeding the pigeons in the park. <laughs> and no, no contact with bugs either. <laughs> that includes the lice that live in his butt. <laughs> That's weird. Dimitri will be placed in a rescue partner in the next few days and will likely be up for adoption. Oh, someone please adopt Dimitri, this poor dog. Any of you weirdos out there near Palm Beach, go adopt this dog in Palm Beach, Florida. Save this dog. This dog's been maltreated. This dog needs love and care. And yes, yeah, so go, please. I want to know that I'm doing good in the world, not just getting laughter and making fun of people and being disgusting and, and, and weird and shocking. I want to know that I'm helping the world as well on another level. So go out there and adopt this Dimitri. Go get Dimitri, Palm Beach. Just Google Palm Beach Dog Rescue Dimitri. And call me up if you want some more information. I got all the information right here. 646-450-2012. I love you. Hey there, Jonesy. It's Jogi the Bear calling from Jellystone National Park. I heard the story you did about my cousin, Berkeley the Bear, who got to go out for ice cream. I asked Ranger Smith if me and Boo Boo could go out for an excursion, but he said no. We'd like to go out for a picnic. And I thought maybe we could talk to Jonesy, because he's smarter than the average bear. We thought we would call you and see if you could get us a picnic permit. What do you think, Jonesy? Could you help us out? Do you think he could help us out, Boo-Boo? Gee, Yogi. Can you just uh, help, Joe, there, Jonesy? See if you can help us out. If you can, then give me a call back. 646-450-2012. Thanks, Jonesy. Good afternoon. Thank you for calling Discovery Wildlife Park. Kathy speaking. 
Hey, Kathy, this is Jonesy. Uh, I left a message yesterday. Uh, I wanted to talk to somebody about the bear that had the ice cream cone uh, from my show from Los Angeles, Weird AF News. All right, hold one moment, okay. please. Hello there. Hi, how are you? Not too bad, thank you. Uh, this is Jonesy, the host of Weird AF News from Los Angeles. I do kind of okay. like offbeat stories for my uh, listeners, and the okay. one about the bear going and getting an ice cream cone has really been a hit. And uh, I had a lot of I had a lot of um, listeners. Uh, they were kind of trying to come up with theories why you guys would uh, take the bear for an ice cream, and uh, they've been asking questions. And I said, you know what, guys, I don't know the answer to this, so I'm gonna call them and see and just see what they say. Um, so, so I guess my first question is, uh, do you often take the bears out uh, to places of business, you know, during the week as a sort of form of field trip for the bears? Is that a thing that you usually do? <laughs> no, this is. Oh, this thing got so blown out of proportion. Um, basically, what we were doing is we wanted to make a video talking about how you should not feed wild bears. And, you know, we put out conservation messages all the time on our Facebook page, and everybody ignores them. So we said, well, you know what? They love pictures of Berkeley, our baby Kodiak bear, so let's use her to get people to watch. Uh-huh. What we had done was they were... <laughs> Oh, this is crazy. <laughs> it's we really, had just it's really thought, okay, we'll make it a tongue-in-cheek. We'll show, you know, how people pull up in their vehicles and feed the bears out the windows in the wild. Well, now yeah. we got the bear in the vehicle getting fed through the window the other way around. We thought people might find this slightly ironic. Maybe it'll catch on. <laughs> it kind of went viral, all right? <laughs> it did go viral, but I'm not sure your message but, went viral. It was just sort of the... Um, I, know. I think the wrong message went viral, which is that, uh, well, A, bears love to be taken out for ice cream, and B, uh, it's okay to take a bear out without letting the public know ahead of time. And uh, so no, Both no. of those you didn't no, want no, to happen. You're getting, you're getting that all mixed up because we do a lot of movies and commercials and stuff with animals. We have protocols that we set up to take animals out to do that sort of thing. It's all approved by the government. It's all stated. The only reason that this all got carried away was because we did one mistake and it's in 28 years it's the first time i've forgotten we have to contact fish wildlife and just let them know we're taking her out and we didn't do that because the dairy queen is like five blocks from our house we took her over when the dairy queen was closed there was no public around the fellow that was at the dairy queen is the owner of the business and we were there for exactly 10 minutes. And oh. then we brought her home. So it wasn't this is not what it looks like. It wasn't during <laughs> no. it wasn't during normal operating hours. No, no. It was not during business hours. Before the Dairy Queen opened, there was nobody there except us and we had four bear trainers with that bear in the vehicle. So it it was done totally safely and there's no no issues whatsoever on the safety of the bear or the safety of the public. She was restrained. She's a baby. She's only a year old. She was in the vehicle. She's traveled in vehicles around the park lots because she's being hand raised, right? Yes, sure. So, oh, so not okay. an issue as far yeah. as the public safety. Because I was wondering when I, in fact, when I covered the story, one of the questions I asked was, "How did they forget to let 
um, the proper authorities know that they were taking the bear? Are there, are there so many? I'll tell you. I'll tell you why I forgot. Sorry, I take this a little bit personally, just because it was my responsibility, and I apologize to Fish and Wildlife about it. I did contact them mm-hmm. the day after because I knew I forgot. It's because my 48-year-old brother had just passed away, um, and I'm looking yeah. after my 92-year-old mom, and she was not taking it very well. And I wasn't involved in the actual doing of this. That was the other staff that mm-hmm. were doing it. And it was my fault. I w- my brain was on neutral, and I just never even thought of it. Those were, so uh, I take full yeah. responsibility, and that's why we plead guilty to the charge, because we did forget to do it, and we're paying her fine, and that's the end of the story. Yeah, there was no, there was extenuating circumstances. It was a very stressful time for you. That makes total sense to me. Yeah, uh, what I was, was wondering was, I thought to myself, and I made a funny joke about it on my show. I said, well, maybe they just got so much, they're taking animals all over the place that just slipped their mind. They were like, no. okay, I'm taking no. the giraffe to the brewery on uh, Tuesday, no. and no. we're taking the raccoons to Six Flags Not on Friday. <laughs> Not the way it works. You, you know, we uh, do a lot of work with bears. Uh, we actually do a lot of help a lot of universities and colleges and biologists were studying bears because we have 10 bears here at the park. We do a lot of uh, work with collecting hair samples and urine and blood samples for them to do their research with. You know, so we, we're very much into bears, and we do work with our bears hands-on. Most of our other animals, we hand-raise them, but they stay here at the park. We don't take them anywhere at all. Bears are just probably, and I'm, I know a lot of people think this, sounds funny but bears are a lot easier to work with than most animals because they're super intelligent they're Uh easy to train they're a lot smarter than your pet dog so uh, we do work with them a lot but we do here what we do here at our park we take in orphans mostly we do take in a few animals like we have jaguars and lions and tigers that have come from zoos that closed down or were confiscated from people And we provide permanent homes for them. They stay with us until they die. They don't go anywhere. They don't, uh, we don't sell them or give them away or, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. And and, And, and uh, it sounds to me like they got it good because sometimes you take them out for ice cream. Uh, So where's the next, where's the next field trip you're going to take a bear on? Uh, The the IHOP? Where where are they going to go next? We don't take them on field trips, sir. We take them if they're going to do a movie or commercial, which does not happen maybe once every five years. It's not like we do it all the time. What we do here at the park is try to, we do presentations every day that we have the animals and the trainers working with them, and we try to teach people about wild animals, about all the issues they're facing and what they can do to help. And uh, that's, and a lot of the training we do is for medical purposes to keep the animals healthy. They're trained to give blood without sedating them or without restraining them. They're trained to take vaccinations without restraining them. We train them to show us their teeth so we can check their mouth without having to sedate them. So a lot of the work that we do with the animals is for reasons of of caring for the animal property, making their life a lot less stressful. And oh, yes. that's what we try to get across to people. That's excellent. Um, where can where well, can uh, my listeners find out more information and support your um, your all of your endeavors? Uh, we've got a Facebook page and okay. we've got a website. That's our two big ones. We're uh, on Instagram too and Twitter. But and your website Facebook, is uh, we post a lot of videos of what we do here at the park and a lot of pictures of the animals so people can see what they're doing every day and 
And, and it's discoverywildlifepark.com. Do you happen to have a, a video up there of the um, one-year-old bear getting the ice cream as well that um, everyone could see? No, we took it down. Oh, it you took it down. Too oh. much of it. Yeah, it was just being stupid. People were just being stupid about it. Yeah. You know, everybody says, well, it's not good for her to eat ice cream. I said, she's a bear, for one thing. They're omnivores like we are. They can eat just about anything. Secondly, she's a baby, and she's on a bottle still, and her oh. bottle... The milk replacer that we use for bears has to be very high in fat because that's what bear milk is. So it has goat's milk and it has 35% whipping cream and it has yogurt in it. So you're not going to tell me that ice cream is going to make any difference. No, that won't make, that sounds like a, like they're ready for ice cream. So my question is then, uh, what's the, what's the what's the bear's favorite flavor? I don't know. She <laughs> ate peanuts off of the ice cream and that's all she ate. <laughs> that's she all she ate. <laughs> adorable well listen thank you for your time uh for speaking to me about this my listeners will find this really interesting and i'll put out your website and your facebook page as a promotion and i wish you guys luck with all the all the um all the work that you do up there in canada with the animals okay thank you take care all right bye-bye